0: Strong, healthy, and meaningful relationships are incredibly important and can bring great joy and fulfillment into our lives. Yet, keeping those bonds of love and commitment solid isn't always easy. Welcome to It's All About Relationships with Willie Batson and Jerry Vincent, a program about building relationships with a Christ-centered approach. Together, Willie and Jerry have decades of combined expert insights into how relationships thrive and endure through challenging times. Now let's join Willie and Jerry for today's thoughtful discussion. Hello, and
1: welcome to another episode of It's All About Relationships. My name is Willie Batson. I'm one of your hosts for this episode. And uh, I'm here with my good friend, Jerry.
2: Yes, it's good to see you again, Willie.
1: Yeah, it's good to be seen, as my grandfather used to say. So uh, we've got another episode in our Fresh Start series. Uh, We've been talking uh, in the last two episodes about that every marriage relationship can use a fresh start, Mm. uh, which we described as a process of repairing, improving, improving, Or even just making your relationship better, more successful, uh, really like a freshening up of a relationship. Uh, And that's because we can slip into bad habits, um, right? Oh, yes, we
2: can, Willie. Sometimes those bad habits, they can creep in slowly, or sometimes bad habits can all of a sudden can overwhelm a relationship.
1: And probably some of some people have, over the last few months, developed some bad habits, maybe the last year and a half. Mm. Uh, yes,
2: they can, Willie, and it's been hard. I mean, the, the pandemic has really affected relationships, and, but we want to give you some great solutions for helping your relationship today.
1: And that's really what this podcast is all about. It's all about relationships, and uh, we're just uh, glad to be able to have another opportunity to talk to you about a fresh start in this particular season of our podcast. Um, might be good to just reintroduce ourselves, or maybe if you're a new listener, to uh, tell you just a little bit about ourselves Again, as I said, my name is Willie Batson. I am the uh, lead coach for W.C. Batson Coaching Services, um, which is a ministry that I founded and started uh, in recent years, where I'm focusing on uh, individuals and couples, helping them uh, discover tools for building great relationships. I was married for 45 and a half years before my wife Cindy passed away. Uh, as a result of a long-term chronic illness that she had. Uh, We have two daughters who are married and six grandchildren, and I've been teaching... Marriage uh, and relationship skills to people for uh, well, let's see, at least about forty years, maybe a little bit longer than wow, that. Oh, Willie, so, that's
2: quite a few years. Yes,
1: I'm a dinosaur. I'm ancient. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we hope you've accumulated some wisdom over those years too, Willie.
1: Uh, well, we'll let our listener be a judge of that. You know, as we're talking about it. So, Jerry, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Well, my name's Jerry Vincent, and I'm the president of Family Builders Ministries. We work in three areas. We work in areas of marriage. Parenting and grandparenting. I've been married for 30 years to my wonderful wife, Brenda. I have two children, uh, both in college now. And really, the focus for our ministry really revolves a lot around relationships and how we can help relationships. And uh, that's why I have such a heart and a passion for what we're talking about.
1: Yes. uh, And Jerry and I have known each other for well over 25 years. We have worked together. Our families have spent time together. So Mm -hmm. we we get together very often. Well, maybe not as often as we would like to. And we sometimes go to a place uh, like Panera's or some coffee shop, and we just spend a lot of time just talking back and forth. And that's Really what we're trying to do here uh, with this podcast is we get together, we just talk back and forth about topics that are very important to us, mm-hmm, you know, really. about relationships. Yes. And this, uh, this whole idea of a fresh start uh, really is something that we, we got involved with a few years ago and just thinking about how every couple probably comes to a time when they need that fresh start in their relationship. Uh, and I also, uh, I think maybe this is a good time to kind of uh, talk a little bit about how uh, there are different kinds of relationships. We're talking a lot about marriage relationships, but since uh, my wife passed away in 2018, it is now 2021, getting towards the end of that, uh, I've, been a, I've been single and it's been an interesting transition for me. Uh, in fact, Jerry, we were talking about that just a little little while ago. Yes, about, uh, yes we were, Willie. Yeah,
2: yeah, we were we We're talking a little bit about, you know, I just came uh, back last week at the Legacy Conference down in Birmingham, Alabama, uh, which was all on grandparenting, as a matter of fact, and how you leave a legacy. But one of the things that came out of that conference was about what was called really transitional relationships where relationships that are in transition where maybe you're moving from a time of where you were Maybe married at one time, and one of the people at the conference asked me about this. Where you're moving into an area where maybe you're single for another time, but then maybe you're moving into another area of your of your life where you're starting a new relationship, and that can be a, you know have its own challenges, but also really uh, it is a fresh start. It is something new, and that can be a very exciting time. Willie, can it? Uh,
1: yes. Uh, so uh, I am in a relationship. I've. I'm taking a fresh start at what it means to be in another relationship after 45 and a half years of marriage, and so um, I'll probably share a couple of things, uh, especially in this episode as we talk about having fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just talk a little bit about what it's like to um, begin to develop some new habits of having fun. But anyway, um, that's, uh, yeah, it's a fresh start. It can be kind of a strange sort of thing. And I almost think that some married couples, if they're trying to create a fresh start in their relationship, it might feel a little awkward mm. at first, right?
2: Yes, Willie. And it can. And this is something when you try, you know, something new or something that's introduced, it can feel awkward. It can feel like, okay, this is, this is something I'm not comfortable with, maybe right away, but let's give it a try. Let's try this out. Let's. Let's be open for new things. And that's, you know, one of the things I hope is that you're open. Now, sometimes you might have one person's open in the relationship and the other isn't. And we're going to talk about that also today.
1: So that's an important part. Yeah. So as we uh, just, we've talked about two ideas about a fresh start, two things. Uh, One of them was uh, to be nice. That was our first episode. So Mm -hmm. encourage people to go back and listen to that if they've not heard it. And then the second one was stay connected, right?
2: That was stay connected, Willie. (laughs) Correct. It was stay connected. So Yeah,
1: so uh, we have uh, one more we're going to look at here today. Really, we have two of them. So in our next episode coming up, we'll look at the fourth one. Mm -hmm. But the uh, one that we're looking at today is um, about having fun.
2: Having fun in a marriage relationship, Willie? Yes, imagine that. Imagine Imagine that.
1: that. You know, I, I think one of the things that happens is that Uh, There can be, after um, several years of marriage, uh, people can find themselves in what uh, has been called the marital doldrums. Where, where does that word come from, Jerry? Do you know?
2: I do, as a matter of fact. Well, oh, isn't g-
1: that interesting? You do know? Huh?
2: <laughs> I do know. Well, Willie, we live—I live on a river. Where, you know, we we go out in the ocean a lot and uh, like to do those things. But actually, the word doldrums kind of comes from a time. Uh, there is a region in the world where there is uh, a convergence of weather, and there's a lot of calm air, light winds, but there also can also be squalls and thunderstorms there too. And uh, it's one of those things, sailors would always be worried about coming into the doldrums, because you could be stuck there for days or weeks Mm. at a time. And this was in the age of sailing ships. So we had, you know, sailing ships with no other power, and you could be stuck there. Now, obviously, when you're stuck there, what would happen, the sailors would become very agitated with each other, and there'd be, you know, fights on the ship and other things, so... Um, You don't want to go into the doldrums, that's for sure. No.
1: Oh, yes. I can see um, immediately a lot of application uh, Mm -hmm. for a marriage relationship that perhaps is in that doldrums uh, and— You know, agitation and Mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff there. Uh, Another word that is uh, sometimes associated with um, a season that you might be going through would be uh, you're in a rut or the marriage is boring. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the way some people explain their relationship when they're talking to their friends. They talk about it being boring. And at that point, they're really thinking about uh, there's a lot of routine and predictability that is going in. In fact, one guy joked that Friday night was their night for sex in order to get it out of the way for the weekend, quote unquote.
2: <laughs> oh, my, Willie. Yes, that's, that's not what you want to hear, is it?
1: <laughs> yeah, no. And uh, so, yeah, right. So um, I, I think having fun or maybe put it this way, having a fresh start in your marriage relationship is uh, introducing maybe a little bit of unpredictability, a little bit of delight, mm-hmm. if you will, in the relationship. Um, so, what uh, is boredom? You know, when, you, when we talk about boredom, is there something that can help explain that a little more?
2: I think there is, Willie. You know, for, when I think about boredom, I think about it as an emotional state. And it's an emotional state that results from inactivity, Or when couples are kind of uninterested in any opportunities that are surrounding them. And we live in a world with a lot of different opportunities. We have different things that we can do. And sometimes it's almost like people have a paralysis of making decisions because they're like, well, there's so many opportunities. So they almost revert back to doing like, okay – well, I guess we'll just Friday night. Let's just sit on the couch. Let's put Netflix on. <laughs> let's you know put Amazon Prime a movie, or let's do this, or let's watch this you know football game or something like that you know. And so instead of thinking, boy, what can we do creatively? It's just kind of boredom and inactivity kind of yeah. creeps in.
1: Yeah. So as you're listening to this, uh, you might be identifying with the doldrums or with uh, this whole idea of inactivity, you know, being bored. So I I guess maybe just to ask you to think for a little bit about when was the last time that you and your spouse played together? Mm, There there, you go. Now, there's an interesting thought, you know, playing together, because we can, you know, when you've been married for quite a while, you do get into maybe a serious mode and you don't think about playing together. But uh, seriously, can you remember the last time you and your spouse did something crazy fun together?
2: Yes, I like that. Crazy fun, Willie. And that's what it is. You know, there's things that kind of replace, you know, play. Play has been thrown out the window and we're like, okay, now we're serious. Now is the time we need to have these quote unquote adult responsibilities. Well, I've got a career. Uh, you know, boy, I'm trying to raise kids. I've got daycare needs. Uh, you don't realize my two elderly parents, you know, they have to come. I have to go do this for them, and I have to do this for them. Uh, we've got all these household chores that are still undone. Uh, boy, my church, I've got commitments here. I've got stuff I'm on, you know, this board on this. So there's all these things that can creep into the relationship and really just m- force play out of the relationship. and it's so important.
1: Uh, right. good, good observations there. Um, I discovered some research conducted by doctors Scott Stanley, Howard Markman, and Susan Bloomberg at the University of Denver's Center for Marital and Family Studies. In that research, they found that the amount of fun couples have together was a strong factor in understanding, uh, the overall marital happiness of that couple, according to Dr. Markman, the more you invest in fun and friendship and being there for your partner, the happier the relationship will get over time and so the correlation between fun and marital happiness is high and quite significant, mm-hmm. and that really fits in with um, some ancient wisdom from the Bible from proverbs fifteen thirteen Where um, Solomon writes, a happy heart makes the face cheerful, but heartache crushes the spirit. That's what we want, Willie. We want a cheerful
2: face, right? (laughs) Or at least like to think that. And and it's not the cheerful face on the outside, it's also the cheerful face on the
1: inside. That's true. That's true. and, and when there's heartache, uh, certainly that does crush the spirit when things uh, are not going the way that you had hoped, when your dreams are not turning out the way you dreamed at, at the beginning of your marriage relationship or even at the beginning of the, of the year, you know, mm-hmm. thinking, okay, this is going to be a better year. Uh, but uh, it is uh, that uh, that happy heart comes from that emotional state that you find yourself in in your in your life, but as we think about in relationships where you are not in the doldrums, you really are, are having fun together. Mm-hmm. So let's, um, let's think about some of the barriers that people might run into for having fun in their marriage relationship. Um, I think one of them that comes along that I hear about quite a bit is uh, lack of energy. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, we are exhausted, and especially with children and Mm -hmm. careers, um, just a lack of energy. Uh, It can also be unhealthy living habits that go along with that in terms of um, our, you know, how what we eat, uh, the physical activities that we participate in. Uh, This is one of the places where, you know, you kind of have to look at your lifestyle, Mm-hmm. and what is contributing to that lack of energy it may not be just all of the you know dealing with children and that sort of thing but you know there could be other things contributing to it as well mm-hmm.
2: yeah and i think it's you know unhealthy living habits even things where where you get in you know people something as basic as sleep mm-hmm. well okay you know you know one one couple i know we were brenda and i were talking to They said, well, we were both getting for a while because of some job changes and things. They had moved from first shift to third shift and different things. But it was very difficult because they never really changed back after their shifts went back to first shift. And it was hard. They they said they were getting four or five hours a night's sleep, and it was just really impacting their relationship Mm. and their attitudes. And just, you know, they said they felt grumpy all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, there's also the someday syndrome. Mm. You know, it's like, all right, we have all of these uh, serious things that we have to do. So someday, maybe we will play together. Someday, we'll maybe have some fun.
2: Mm-hmm. Someday, Willie, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, someday. So uh, I, I a lot of times when I'm coaching couples, I'll when we're dealing with this kind of idea, I'll say, well, let's schedule it while we're sitting right there in that. That coaching session, I'll say, all right, let's put it on the schedule right now. Tell me, look at your calendars. When would you like to do this either date night or this fun thing that you've talked about that you've never done or you haven't done, never done? Well, one thing
2: I'd recommend, I know Brendan and I a few years ago really helped us with this area when you mentioned schedule it was we went to you know it's free a Google calendar where we share everything together on one calendar so they both show up on our phones so we both even know our schedules cuz for some couples they don't even know they're like oh where are you going here it's like two ships going <laughs> in different directions and it's like well right. you know it's it's that really can help a lot
1: yeah, and uh, I also know that people, especially, I suppose, as you get a little bit older, there's this fear of looking silly mm-hmm. uh, with some of the things that maybe you used to do when you were younger. Um I did with I, with my friend recently. We decided to go and do one of these treetop obstacle courses, zip lining. Oh, Willie, that sounds like fun. Uh, that was fun, and we looked kind of silly in the harness and helmets and all that <laughs> I sort can of imagine, thing. Yeah, um, and and also just trying to walk across the obstacle, the 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 tight cord mm-hmm. and the various obstacles that were there and. Uh, the ropes that were swinging back and forth. Uh, And at one point, uh, they had a rope that you could uh, grab a hold of, and the idea was to swing across like Tarzan to the next platform. And you had Jane with you. (laughs) I had Jane with me. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And uh, she was about ready to just kind of zipline across it. I said, I think that rope is there for us to swing across. So Mm. she tried it, and I went behind. I yelled, just like Tarzan, you know, but— you know, it felt... <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Willie, I can't I'm even a... picture that, to be honest See? with you, yeah. but yes, I know. Yeah. You like that, having fun,
1: okay. Yeah, the, so the fear of looking silly can keep us from doing some things, uh, you know, that we feel like, well, that's that's not me. Well, you know, it, it. I'm finding it doesn't hurt to kind of step outside of your comfort zone every once in a while. Mm-hmm,
2: that's important, that's important. And, you know, when you mention that word fun, Willie, I think it's the other thing, even what is fun, because sometimes... I know. I one one couple we were. I was talking to. They said, "Well, my idea of fun is that uh, I love going to quilt shows. I love go quilting, and we go quilt." And the other person really, that was not. You know, they said it was fine for a while, but they don't want to go there for five or six hours. Mm. So, and I said, "Well, how did you find? You know, what other things?" And he said, "Well, you know, this. You know, for my partner, you know, his idea of fun." was was going to Bass Pro Shop and going to do this. And so it was kind of like they had very different ideas of fun. So I said, well, why don't you try to find something that you can both do together that's fun? So... They went, and they actually both got electric bikes, and they started Mm. doing electric bikes. Now, Willie, I know you just recently got into getting an electric bike also, didn't you? Yes, Yes.
1: I did. Yeah, Yeah.
2: They're very popular, I guess. They are. um, So they started using these electric bikes. They started going to bike trails and doing this, and it was something they found like, this was fun. We kind of did this together and uh, also got some exercise from it, and so they were
1: it was It was a really good thing to do. I very often have said to couples on this idea where they have differing ideas of fun to uh, maybe alternate doing something that their spouse enjoys doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next week or two weeks, whenever they do that, this would be something that I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. But while they're doing something that's not particularly their you know their idea of fun, they will do that. Without complaining.
2: (laughs) Yes, grumbling and complaining, (laughs) yes. Or being dragged there, like, oh, rolling of the eyes. Oh, boy, now I have to do this. Yeah,
1: yeah. So um, there are some people who uh, resist having fun because they're just really serious. Uh, they have a serious disposition. And so uh, at that point, it certainly helps to just relax, laugh at yourself, uh, just try playing. I, I do that with my grandchildren. I try to do some of those silly things. Another barrier to having fun for um, some people is that they they re- there's resentment towards their spouse. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, it, it's helpful at this point, I think, to remind yourself of how you used to feel toward each other by doing things you used to enjoy together. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of looking back at maybe old photos, old um, you know, some things that would you know create that or recreate that memory, remind you that yeah, we we. Used to have fun, yeah. We we did, <laughs> we enjoy. did, didn't we? Yes, we Look did. You know, maybe we can uh, resurrect that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and of course, the resentment idea kind of leads into some serious situations with relationships where there's a loss of hope. Some people are just so deep into the doldrums and the boredom and routine and all of that. That they've given up. They've lost hope Mm -hmm. in the relationship. And so I think, again, going down, you know, take a little trip down memory lane and Mm -hmm. be reminded of uh, what was it that attracted us to each other. What were the things that we did for fun, and perhaps we might uh, try that again, and we might find we enjoyed that.
2: Exactly. And, you know, people say, oh, well, that we did that 20 years ago. Do you think it would still be fun? Yeah, let's go out and try it. Maybe our bodies have changed some, but we can still (laughs) go and and try things and be open for new things, Uh, and and really not to be, you know, stuck in that rut, stuck in that doldrums that are there. And, uh, you know, one of the other things I know that really – I think is a lot of fun. Uh, Brendan and I love playing games. And uh, now you might say, "Well, games? That what if you're too competitive?" Well, there's a you know we we have sometimes competitive games. I brought one of the ones, new ones in. It's called the game, Willie. As <laughs> the an, the game, the game. Target, different people sell it, and it's a and it's a cooperative game. So Brendan and I play this together, and you're basically trying to see how few cards you can get. Uh, And, you know, go through, it goes from one to a hundred. It's very colorful and fun. And But you're working together. It's a cooperative game and it's a lot of fun. So, And there's a lot of games now that are like that, cooperative games. Now, we also like competitive games too. It depends if we're in a cooperative mood or we're in a competitive mood. And, you know, depending what we want to do. We love cribbage. We love different things there. So it's Mm. a lot of fun.
1: Mm. And of course, I, I know you've heard this uh, also, Jerry. A lot of people um, talk about lack of money. You know, we mm. we don't have enough money to go, spit, you know, go do some of the fun stuff and. Um, You know, it really doesn't take a lot of money to have fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is one of the things I've discovered with children and grandchildren. You know, you spend a lot of money on them for Christmas presents. They open them up and then you (laughs) find out they're playing with the boxes and not what was actually Mm -hmm. in the box. You know, little children like that. But uh, they're... there are fun things that you can do together that are free or you can save up for that special occasion. Mm -hmm. So a lack of money doesn't have to be uh, a barrier. And then other priorities, Uh, people do put other things ahead of having fun. So I think it's good to talk together about what you feel is important to make an enjoyable relationship. Uh, Creating memories, that's one of the things uh, my friend and I – well, I'll call her, I mean, her name's Debbie, so I'll, I'll <laughs> we could use that, I'll yes, use Debbie, that. it'll be go. all right. So one of the things Debbie and I have been doing is, uh, or we talk about I'm saying, well, we're making memories, uh, because we can. And I think that's a very important thing as well. Uh, so you have to, you know, what what are your priorities? You may need to refocus on that.
2: Willie, one of the things, too, when you talk about, you know, lack of money, I know, Brenda and I, you know, being in ministry, it's uh, sometimes finances, you know, we're, we're aware of that. And uh, we look at things like Groupon. We look at things uh, like different restaurant sites that they have where you can get, you know, different percentage off or different things like that. Because, you know, a lot of people like, I love going out to eat. So there are, there are some creative ways you can find to go and experience, mm. you know, sometimes newer restaurants because a lot of people like, I like going out to eat. And, uh, but it doesn't take as much money.
1: Right, right. Um, And then there are people who view playing as a waste of time, right? Mm -hmm. You don't do that, do you? No, Willie. No, no. No, Of course not. Mm -mm. Uh, So uh, can
2: playing strengthen a relationship? I believe it can strengthen it, Willie. And that's the thing is that play can really strengthen and lay a strong foundation. And so when storms and things attack the foundation of your relationship – Play makes it so you can almost look at one another and laugh and, you know, really mm. try to have a connection. And yeah. I think that's so important.
1: Yeah. I think the idea of connection. I was coaching a couple some years ago uh, that uh, were going through a, a doldrum time in their relationship. And so I took them back. I said, What did you used to do when things were not in the doldrums? You know, what did you do when you were, um, you know, in a good place, and they told me about some of the activities that they did. So right there in that session, I said, okay. And I, and I said, when was the last time you did this stuff? And they couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, let's plan a day or a date or an evening, whatever, when you can do these things. And uh I said, I'll see you in two weeks after we had planned out what it was going to be. Well, when they came back, I noticed a difference in their connection <laughs> as they yes. – they, just their body language, they were sitting closer to each other, and they had to make a few changes in what they were going to do, make some adjustments. Mm-hmm. But it became, uh, you know, as they were telling me about it, I could see their facial expression had changed from two weeks before. So That's wonderful. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, wonderful. Playing uh, does have a... a a positive impact on strengthening your relationship. Anything else? Any other barriers?
2: Well, those are, I think, the main ones, Willie. And, you know, I think the hardest thing, too, is, you know, sometimes in this work culture we have people like, is it really necessary? And But I think if you try it, you really will see how important and more enjoyable your relationship and how much it will change so many parts of your relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so Mm -hmm. important.
1: Well, there we've covered quite a few barriers, and maybe some other. Maybe people would come up with some of their own. Maybe I'm sure there are some that uh, we don't have here, but we don't have time to go over all of them. Mm. And uh, if people want to send us uh, some of those ideas, some of those barriers, that would be helpful as well. In fact, we have a new website that people can go to. Uh, and it's uh what it's called is it 's all about relationships podcast dot com
2: there we go that's a mouthful well <laughs> that is a mouthful
1: <laughs> <laughs> and there are various reasons why we had to go with that, but it's about relationships podcast dot com no apostrophe. All one word.
2: I like the one word, at least. Really. Yeah, yes. it's
1: all one word, no apostrophe there. Uh, so you can go to the our website, uh, and there is a place where you can contact us and send us a message. Let us know what you think about uh, our podcast and what's going on. We love to hear from you. We would. We love to hear. And if you have any questions, also, if there are some topics, some uh, things that you would like for us to consider in future episodes, uh, that would be the place to go to uh, send us that information. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to take a short break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to consider maybe uh, some an action plan mm-hmm. that people might be able to take. You know, they're saying like, okay, I want to get rid of some of these barriers. And uh, what can we do? Where do we begin? How do we start? So um, hang on, folks. We'll be back in just a moment. Hey, it's Willie Batson. Are you married? I bet you didn't marry each other for second best. No one wants an okay kind of marriage. However, there are seasons of life when you are busy with the kids, careers, and a host of other commitments, and you know what? You can forget to be married. My Marriage Tune-Up Coaching Program can help you maintain the quality of love and commitment that you want in your marriage. Don't settle for just okay. Okay. As a pastor and marriage coach for more than 45 years, I have helped hundreds of couples work through relational issues with a Christ-centered approach on their journey of lifelong love. It would be my joy to help you continue building a dynamic and lasting relationship with each other. For more information, go to my website, willybatson.com, click on the coaching button. And now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back to It's All About Relationships, uh, where we're talking about fresh start, having a fresh start in your marriage relationship. I'm Willie Batson. I'm here with... Jerry Vincent. Yes. Good sounding radio voice there, Jerry. How do you
2: like that, Willie? Yeah,
1: that's good. So we've talked about barriers to having fun together in your marriage. Uh, Now we want to just give you some highlights, uh, like an action plan. That you could have so the first part of this action plan is simply play together, you know, make the decision to do that. Um, it's not only for kids, and one of the things I would encourage you to consider doing is uh, just you and your spouse playing to doing some things together, not always doing things with the kids or other people, other couples, um, which that can be fun, that can be good to do as well. Mm-hmm. But to also think about how you might be able to play together. Uh, as a couple, and that means scheduling time like we talked about in our first, um, the first part of the episode today, um, <clears throat> getting some uh, getting a whole range of activities, not, not just focusing on one thing that you're doing all the time, but a number of things and uh, something else you might consider doing is talking about what you each enjoyed doing just for fun when you were both children, then consider doing some of those same activities together. Oh,
2: yes, Billy, that is important, isn't it? Those activities and almost bringing a a sense of childlike wonder into Mm. your relationship. Yeah. And I think that's so important. And, uh, you know, we talked about what what are some of the things we can do? You know, know, I know like Brendan and I, sometimes when we like to say, what are we going to do for maybe something interesting? Now, we love uh, Candlepin and Big Ball Bowling, so that's mm. something fun that we can go do together uh, for there. Or sometimes we like going to do things like, let's let's go up and go thrift store and go to thrift stores. Or there's all kinds of activities that are fun and kind of just playful. And...
1: Yeah, and I think what goes along with that as well is being open to trying new things. That's an attitude. So part of that, this plan of action of, Having fun together is to, you know, look at your attitude. You mm-hmm. might need a different kind of mindset, a change here, to be open to try new things. And we talked about this earlier, that sometimes our idea of fun is different than our spouse's mm-hmm. idea of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but find out what they enjoy um, and, you know, f- consider the possibility of trying to do something new. hmm
2: and, you know, one of the things that also ties that thing's anew, new, Willie, is about even laughing together, you know, and about humor. And humor's a really vital component of a healthy marriage and a healthy relationship. You know, the, there's a study that was done by the American Psych- Psychological Association, and what laughter does is it helps to keep their lives in perspective. It helps preventing things like boredom and isolation. And I know you know, many of us have felt isolation after this pandemic as we come out of the pandemic. And there's a lot of ways to laugh together. You know, sometimes uh, even, you know, and I'll say, good practical jokes we can play against <laughs> one another. Sometimes some good. practical jokes, I know you can go on YouTube and find some things of couples playing practical jokes that go really over the top, but yeah. sometimes light, funny things for practical jokes can be fun uh, that, are, that are there. And uh, even funny stories or, you know, sometimes I'll go to Brenda. Uh, I kind of, I have an iPad that I use, a lot, you know, for things and I'll say, hey, take a look at this. This is kind of funny. And we'll, you know, laugh over it or we'll see things that apply. Uh, to laugh. And I know Willie, being in ministry, we sometimes see different sides of people and we'll just say, oh, that's interesting. It's something, you know, laugh, and it just kind of brings humor to our lives. So, not to be too serious.
1: Right, right. And also the idea of um, protecting fun from conflict and resentment. Is that something that you and Brenda have figured out a way to do that?
2: Yes, very much so because it may it's kind of hard to do this, um, but when you spend time together to make sure that hey, this is fun time. It's not time we're going to bring up old past issues. It's not time we're going to uh, rehash things. It's like we just want to have fun. Let's we can have other times to talk about the serious issues, but let's make sure that we have this time that it's uh, you know let's just go out and have fun together. Let's have you know bring something array of I sometimes will say. Let's go have a ray of sunshine in our relationship <laughs> on this rainy day, Willie. Yes, it's a ray of sunshine uh, that's important. So I think there. Oh, Jerry. Yeah,
1: let's yep. go have a ray of sunshine. I've said, I've
2: said that. So. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, uh, thinking about a ray of sunshine, I think uh, another part of this plan for having fun is to relax, get comfortable enough with each other that you develop some affectionate touch together. hmm uh, being physically affectionate with each other in non-sexual ways uh, mm-hmm. conveys unconditional love. It strengthens the bond of friendship, and that's very crucial to happiness in marriage. So um, I think it's good to look for opportunities that God presents each day to express affection to each other through touch. It could be holding hands uh, to giving each other hugs and shoulder rubs. Uh, without expecting anything in return, <laughs> you without got it. expecting yeah. it to go anyplace. If it does go someplace, okay, but yes. not expecting. Uh, don't be afraid to playfully tussle your spouse's hair when the moment is right. Uh, that type of fun interaction can motivate your spouse to be more playful with you. Consider going on dates that encourage affectionate touch, like... Um, Swing dancing?
2: Oh, yes. Or, as I was just talking to one of my daughters down in Liberty University, she said, "Dad, we're going contra dancing. Contra Ooh. dancing is really popular, and, and line dancing. And she's been having a wonderful time mm-hmm. with it. And she said it's, you know, brand new. And she said, "I'm just going to go try that." And she said she had a ball with that, so that was fun. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. So which are wonderful things. You know, Willie, one of the other things that also kind of ties together, when I think about fun, I know Brendan and I love to cook. And cooking is a big thing for and Brenda's
1: us. Brenda's a good cook. I don't, I don't know about you, but Brenda's a really great cook. I think she's
2: a good cook. I, I you know, I can say that after thirty years of marriage, uh, she's a very good cook. And you know, food—it's it, so much a part of our lives. Uh, you know, somebody once told me they said, "Well, I wish I wish we could just take a pill three times a day." And you know, and I'm like, "Why would you want to do that?" There's so much exciting things that can be done with food. And, uh, you know, and not just like, okay, let's get dinner on, let's get it over as quickly as possible, or let's get this meal over without much thought. Give time to savor your food. Give time to enjoy conversation. Uh, make mealtime something that you look forward to. And, uh, and even what I call the accoutrements, the accoutrements, things like putting a tablecloth on, um, you know, making sure that there's not clutter all over the table, uh, making sure some of the things, maybe a fall decoration, uh, I know I just made these, you know, Brenda and I together did something fun. We made these um, pumpkins that we cut up, and then we put a flower arrangement in them, and we each made one. Brenda gave one away. We put one on our table, so that was something that was there. But this daily process of preparing and eating food can be fun instead of a chore, and you can do it together. And even shopping together for food, uh, <laughs> Brenda and I are like, let's go to all these. Let's see if they have new things there, so... These are all fun things that can be done around food and uh, and also think about, you know, things we can talk about over the meal and discuss things and savor things. So it really, you know, it shouldn't be rushed through, but it can delight our senses. And uh, and even trying new recipes. There's so many great recipes you can try and new foods. And help us get us out of that rut that's mm. there, Willie. Mm.
1: Yeah, I know some couples who really love spending time in the kitchen, preparing meals, uh, throwing food at each other.
2: <laughs> there you go. I like that. Throwing food, Willie.
1: <clears throat> being playful. Mm-hmm. Coming up behind your spouse and giving them a hug while they're chopping up some cucumbers—that uh, you got to be pretty comfortable in your relationship to do that. I no. was
2: going to say you got to be careful with that, though, yeah. Willie, because I did that with Brenda once. I came around with her and she was literally had a chef's knife <laughs> chopping up peppers, as a matter of fact. And I came around her and I, I gave her a quick hug and she threw the knife, and it was uh, certainly. The, that was not something you got to be careful just make sure the timing is right for these things or else she doesn't slice her finger off.
1: Oh, you never told me that story. No, Terry. no. We've got a lot
2: of great okay. stories to oh share here, God. Willie.
1: Well, another fun thing that you can do, a part of your action plan, and, and by the way, we're suggesting things, and some of you are going to go like, no, that's not for us, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Take something else off the list. Be creative. But if we can kind of get the creative juices going here, that's great. Uh, but taking classes together, I can just hear it. somebody, I can hear the groans now. <laughs> like, oh, class together. Classes, that's a, yes, yes. But there are some people that that would be a fun thing to do, where you go and, and learn something new, like uh, Debbie and I took a dip, a dance class together.
2: Now, Willie, I want to tell you something. I did, a lot of people, you probably know this, but... Um, for those people into more of your age group, Willie, they, <laughs> I'll say age group. Thank you. Uh, I know at our local university and other places, um, if you're 65 or older, or sometimes 70 or older, or you know different ages, sometimes 62 or older, a lot of universities offer free classes you can take, or at a greatly reduced cost. Mm. And so that's something that can be fun. I know somebody who did a pottery class mm. at a university, and they both did it together, and you know they were like, oh, normally would have been like 1,400. But it was free other than small materials cost. So that's something that you can do together.
1: And there are cooking classes that are offered.
2: You know, Willie, it's not only about having fun together in what, what we've discussed, but it's also about new things. And then once you have those new skills, how can you really bring those maybe to your community, maybe to your neighborhood. Maybe there's things you can share, you know. In one example, a woman that I know, her and her husband took a computer classes, and then they went around, and people in their church and people in their neighborhood, they started helping out uh, with a number of, you know, ways on their computer that they were having issues with, and he was, he was very good with computers, so he started fixing some things on the computer, and it was a great way. They said, we never knew our neighbors, and we really got a chance to <laughs> really know our neighbors mm. through this one new skill that they learned through those classes.
1: Mm. Yeah, so. that's, that's good. I've, I've even heard of um, couples taking like a painting. You know, there, there are some places that have offered, at least before the pandemic, I'm not sure about now. Hopefully, they'll get back where you can go. There's an artist that will guide you through, a, they call them like paint and sip. Mm-hmm. parties yes. uh, where they have some beverage or maybe a dinner. And so you're learning some stuff, uh, you know, having a maybe a different kind of experience with your spouse. Well,
2: and you know, one another couple I was talking to, up. Uh, we live near a lake, up near Lake Winnipesaukee. We're not that far. I was talking to one couple, and they, they both took art classes, and then mm. they both um, – the the woman started doing painting, and then she started selling her paintings, and it pretty much it got into this whole. You know, they weren't even planning this, but really this thing that was fun together. They travel around to different scenes, then they started having a business of selling the artwork and so forth. So there's you never know where it's going to lead. No, you don't.
1: And you know another thing that a couple can do is taking trips together it can be a very exciting way to have fun together. Uh, traveling trips can bring the fun of exploration and adventure into your life, especially you know you're going someplace you haven't been before mm-hmm. you're able to uh, like a national park experience mm-hmm. the beauty of God's creation in some of those natural settings uh, maybe go on spiritual pilgrimages to places that have uh, that have that have important roles in church history. I went uh, a couple of years ago I went on a um, two week trip tour of the Holy Land, and there were some couples who were a part of that, and mm. it was a once-in-a-lifetime experience for them. That sounds incredible, Willie. Uh, yeah, I think that's—you uh, you get to—on these trips, uh, other than just rushing through uh, to get to one place, you, you're able to soak in some of the culture of that place, and um, And, you know, as I'm thinking about it, like with taking classes together and also trips together, that sometimes people might uh, be looking at this and say – uh, well, you know, that's just not something that's my cup of tea, my forte, you know I'm really not interested in. We're talking about getting out of the doldrums. We're mm-hmm. talking about uh, spicing things up a little bit, uh, not being uh, you know not being involved in a, in the rut and boring. And so a fresh start means to consider doing something you haven't done before. Uh, to give it a try. If you like it, fine, if you don't like it, you go like, okay, we tried that. And you think about something else.
2: And, you know, one of the things, Willie, when you talk about taking trips together, especially with the pandemic coming out of the pandemic, there are certain segments of the travel industry that are very much looking for people uh, to go try things. For example, if you're willing to go on a cruise right now. They're heavily discounted. So you can, you know, here again, talking about saving money and going to try something new. Uh, Cruises, all-inclusive resorts are another one I was just reading Mm. about. Uh, A great website to find stuff, Travel Zoo. I know I sometimes visit for their top 20 or things that are out there uh, for trip ideas. Brendan and I are going to be going away in November for nine days to go do some things, some traveling. Mm. So it's always, you know, hey, let's try to find this. Let's try to see opportunities. To go and try new things.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, on one of my trips, uh, that's how I discovered the obstacle course in the trees and ziplining. <laughs> uh, you know, so okay, I've never done that before.
2: That's wonderful. So,
1: well, the last thing that we'll throw into the mix here about uh, having fun and making a fresh start is making your love life a priority and more creative. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is one of the areas that couples can get into the doldrums. It can become boring. So, there are four things that I would like to suggest that you consider. And these can be four. Conversations that you can have with each other. First of all, you might consider changing how you initiate lovemaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some couples that, that I've worked with over the years, uh, their, <laughs> their particular way of initiating is, uh, you know, one of them looks at the other and says, Do you want to? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you might want to consider maybe a different way of initiating lovemaking. Uh, maybe one person is initiating it most of the time. Uh, perhaps the other spouse would consider initiating it periodically. So just look at how, you know, just have a conversation about maybe what you've thought of, what you've considered might be a way of initiating it, but you, you'd still just kind of tend to fall into the same uh, pattern. Uh, another way is to change where you make love. Mm. Now, I'm not suggesting that you do like one couple that I heard of years ago in a seminar where they decided they wanted to make love in the family room, at least the (laughs) wife. uh, She said they were Saturday afternoon without their children around, and uh, she said uh, she was in the mood to make love, and uh, he started heading upstairs. She said, wait a minute, I've I've always thought about making love in the family room. So he said, okay, he was was ready. Uh Uh (laughs) And so they're making love, and she said, uh, as she was telling the group about this, she said, have you ever had that feeling— Somebody's watching you. (laughs) And uh, she had that feeling. She turned and saw their 14-year-old son standing in the doorway, Ah. looking at them in the family room with his mouth wide open, this this expression on his face. She said, oh, that was like, (laughs) not (laughs) going to do that again. Uh, Or at least we're going to make sure there's an alarm on the door, doors locked, whatever the case may be. But you might want to consider uh, changing where you make love. And uh, going along with that is to have a conversation about changing the time you typically make love. Again, just mixing things up a little bit, being a little bit more spontaneous. And then the fourth thing that you could talk about is uh, changing position. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, And, you know, there are a lot of resources. There are some good books. Uh, I would like to recommend uh, a book called Sheet Music, which uh, is an excellent book written uh, from a Christian perspective and uh, just really talks openly uh, about this whole aspect of a love life between uh, husband and wife. That's a great Uh, book, Willie. Yeah, yeah. and. And I think it can be helpful as you look at ways to, uh, again, make your your love life a priority. Uh, I've even suggested to couples that they put it on the calendar, Mm -hmm. Um, plan ahead, and they'll go like, "Well, we prefer it to be more spontaneous." I go like, "Well, you know, if you're if that's fine, if that's working for you, but if it's not working, then put it on the calendar, and you might even be spontaneous uh, in the in the." way you initiate lovemaking and where you make love and the time and the position as well. You can be spontaneous with all of those things, but sometimes life gets so busy that you know this doesn't become a priority. Mm-hmm. So making it a priority, make your love life a priority and consider ways in which you might be more creative. So- uh, I, do you want to add anything to that, Willie? Really, Jerry? I think
2: you did a great job. Those are, all, <laughs> those are all very, very. you know, those four things I think are very important. But And just remember this. You know, when we talk about intimacy and physical intimacy, where does it start? Well, for a lot of people, it starts in the kitchen. Mm. It can start in other, <laughs> other rooms of the house or other places before you even get to if it's the bedroom or some other place. So be thinking about that also.
1: Yeah, yeah. So having fun. Having fun is one of the ways that we want you to consider having a fresh start in your marriage relationship, and uh, we've—I uh, think—we've had some fun talking about these things. And uh, you really have to start—you you, know—make that decision and then begin to discuss, um, you know, what some of those barriers are and how you can overcome them.
2: Willie, I love to do this. Is that once once you've kind of made that, like, okay, let's talk about this. Make a, you know, brainstorm, make a list of the things you want to mm. do to have fun again. And don't don't let cost or time or things, you know, just have fun making the list even, <laughs> putting this together. And, <laughs> hey, these are some things we can do. And, yeah, the, this is something we can do. And this is something. And maybe this is a big something for fun that we want to go on, you know, a cruise or go down to some place to go visit, you know, for a while. And that might be, you know, a year down the road. But at least it gives you something, a starting point to mm. work from.
1: And being creative about having fun, I have this book here in front of me, $10 Great Dates" by Peter and Heather Larson and David and Claudia Arp. Um, I was just reading through this last night, and they've got uh, you know a lot of different, unique kind of dates uh, where you know you don't have to spend a lot of money, mm-hmm. and you can just kind of everyday things like running errands, a running errands date, how you can turn that into a date, or um, you know, game night. We've already talked about that. Taking a hike together. Don't, mm-hmm. don't yeah. Say taking to, hike alone. There you know, Yeah, Don't say to your spouse, "Take a hike." Well, yes. there, maybe you didn't take a hike for a little while, but
2: uh, Willie, we'll see if we, uh, on our on our website we'll put some of these resources we mentioned yes. sheet music or ten dollar great dates. We'll have those up there with some links for those, and because uh, we want to put resources in your hands, we want to be able to really impact your relationship. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I guess we've uh, come to the end of our time for this episode uh, of It's All About Relationships. We've been talking about how to have a fresh start in your marriage relationship on this episode. We've talked about having fun. We hope that'll be helpful to you. And if you want to send us some of your stories, let us know your ideas, how you're having fun, or, or maybe uh, what was it uh, that we talked about here today that really spoke to you, uh, go to our website. It's all about com No apostrophe, all one word. It's all about relationshipspodcast.com and click on the contact button and you'll be able to send us uh, an email or yeah an email that we'll be able to look over and we really would love to hear from our our people who are listening to us, our listeners.
2: We would love to hear from you yeah we really would.
1: So thank you for being with us. We have um, another episode coming up about uh, another way in which you can have a fresh start in your marriage relationship, and uh, we hope you will join us for that. So, Jerry, thank you. It's been a fun time once again.
2: It has, Willie. Thank you so much for being together again.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, thank you for joining us, and we will see you on the next episode. See you on the next episode.
0: Thank you for joining us today for It's All About Relationships with Willie Batson and Jerry Vincent. Please visit our website, it's all about relationships All one word and no apostrophe, it's all about relationships For more resources about building great relationships, be sure to look for our next episode as Willie and Jerry continue talking about how individuals and couples can work through relational issues with a Christ-centered approach.